0: Welcome to The Dumb Intellects, a podcast about what you should know but don't. We're your hosts, Marin, Sadie, and Morgan.
1: Welcome, everyone, to The Dumb Intellects, another week another week of learning so what did everyone learn this
2: week sadie um okay so mine is kind of like i don't know interesting in a lot of ways for me at least i learned about the concept holy envy this week do you guys know what that is holy envy basically what it is is it's the concept of appreciating something from somebody else's religion to the point where you wish your religion had that
1: oh my gosh i've felt that yeah i have felt that so many times but it's apparently
2: there's like a holy envy ladder and so you can be on different stages of holy envy where you like really appreciate something else that another religion has but then it goes up obviously and then comes back down all the way to holy envy which is basically like i really wish that my religion did that When I was learning about this, they talked about in Judaism, they do like a seven-day like feast with all the family members, and they do it outside in this tent. I don't know if you guys have seen The Chosen, but... Oh my gosh, yes, I have. In one of the episodes, they they do this, and so that's why I connected my brain. But basically, they go outside and they eat together under this like wood tent essentially to remind us that like we are under God's tent and that he like loves us so much. Another thing that they do that I really liked and that's kind of where I have the holy envy is that when they write the name God, they do G-D because they don't want his oh. name on paper for somebody else to ruin. For me, that's where I have Holy Envy. I'm like, I think that's so cool that that name is so sacred to them that they don't want to write it fully. Whoa.
1: And so I think it's cool. That's, I think a, it's- that's a cool tidbit of information that you
0: learned. I love that there's like a word for that. Yeah. Because I could see, I mean, it's an idea that I'm sure all of us have experienced, but I like that it has it has a label. It has a definition. That's yeah. cool. Um, my <laughs> thing that I learned is... It was not nearly as deep as that it's on a completely different level. So we were on vacation this last week. We were just chit-chatting and Matt, who is my husband, his aunt was we were talking about ketchup because Matt hates vinegar. And when I told him that ketchup was vinegar-based, he's like, Oh, I hate ketchup now. And so he won't eat ketchup anymore.
1: Are you anyway, serious? I'm dead serious. Oh my god! Yeah. Gosh. And I'm
0: like, how did that? Because he used to love it. And are now he's serious? like, all I can <laughs> taste is the vinegar. What? <laughs> you can't do? even taste the vinegar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. So we're talking about that. And Matt's aunt, she's like, well, did you know ketchup used to be used as a medicine? What? Yeah. And I was like, this is like a single eyebrow raised type of source where right. you're like, is that? It feels, where where it are bake? your sources? Yeah. <laughs> mm, feels fake. But I looked it up. <laughs> And it's fact. So it says in 1834, ketchup was sold as a cure for indigestion. I have never liked ketchup, and this just gives me more of a reason to not like it. It's what? like they took Tums, and they're like, let's make Tums a candy for everyone to eat regularly. So if you struggle with
1: indigestion... That's brilliant, honestly. Drink some freaking Ew. ketchup. Ugh. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, so my... Fun fact, I guess the thing that I learned this week, I saw a documentary on a mountain called K2. Have you guys heard of it? Mm-hmm. No. Ah, I one have. of us has. Yes. K2 so is difficulty level way harder than Mount Everest. Only one out of every four climbers who um, like trek up it, yeah, like trek up, survive
2: no
0: way
1: yeah so that's kind of crazy i'd never heard of it um but apparently there are all these documentaries on it because it's so difficult
0: what was the documentary called oh what was it called
1: i don't know okay. we can put it in the show notes
0: yeah we'll we'll throw it down there if we can it
2: <laughs> are you a documentary type oh i person? love documentaries okay so would you recommend it to somebody who is not oh a gosh, documentary yes. type person absolutely okay
1: Yeah, it kind of keeps you on the edge and like you learn things that you had no clue. I didn't know that uh, people who work and take climbers up um, and then you're supposed to tip them um, and some idiot Americans only tip them like four dollars. Oh my gosh. And it's like, are you kidding me? These like Nepali people deserve way more than that i mean this yeah. is mount everest and like k2 we're talking about
0: right classic americans are like oh the dollar is so much more powerful Yeah, seriously <laughs> though. More, that's so generous yeah honestly yeah, yeah. that's funny because i'm not i'm not a documentary type person either no, i either. like my entertainment as escapist as possible <laughs> like we were just <laughs> talking about the harry potter like hbo max thing that came yeah. out that i have literally put off seeing it's too Real and the characters are like too much to me that I don't even want to see them in actor. For- like, I don't want to see them as who they actually are.
2: Right. It's too real life. For yeah. You it's it's and so you too don't wanna- much. I'm like, I
0: <laughs> don't mix those two things for me. Let it be separate. That's I, I feel that. Yeah. But I mean, great segue into what we're talking about oh today. Gosh, so true. This to me falls in the category of things that are like a little bit too late to ask because we are talking about some of the top shows of 2021 so some shows on netflix some shows on disney plus and some shows on hbo max that everyone's talking about and i think i've seen one of the shows we're talking about right and this is such a
2: good topic because at least for me when they come up in conversation people like reference part of the show and i'm like I don't even know the premise of it, so I can't even (laughs) remotely participate in this conversation. Yep,
0: Yep. (laughs) same. Let's just get in then. So the first show we are talking about, which is the show that I looked into and is also the only show on this list that I have seen, uh, is Squid Games, which everyone, I think, has heard of Squid Games at this point. Whether or not you've watched it, have you guys seen it? Heard
2: of, but not seen. Okay. I've watched half of one episode. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think this is a tricky one because it has such a cult following, but you have to be willing to watch the show because it's in Korean. It's You're a right. Korean survival drama. You have to be willing to watch it either with subtitles, which most people prefer, or the dubbed version, which is what I watched. Oh, and really? it was hard because like the emotions don't translate as well but yeah squid games is the one if you've seen any videos with people in like green track suits or like the red light green light thing or yeah, the so pe- confused yeah the people with the triangle face the triangle masks and the square masks this is the tell all we're gonna spill it but there i won't spoil anything so if you do still want to watch it there won't be any spoilers in here just some information to get you through so you kind of know what's going on the main character is song gi hun and i know that i had horrible pronunciation on that but (laughs) bear with me Mm. so he's this like he's a divorced chauffeur who's in a ton of debt and that's kind of how the show starts as you introduce this guy he like goes to a horse race and is betting all his money Mm. and then he gets that money stolen and then he's like trying to do all this stuff to get money for himself and also for his daughter he meets this guy on the subway and this guy's like hey Let's play this game. It's like a you throw a card down. And if you can flip the other person's card, then you win. And he, the guy on the subway is like, if I win, like I get to slap you. And if you win, then like you get money or whatever. And oh, so we play the game. Song hun loses and gets slapped a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy leaves him with a card that has like a triangle and a circle and a square, which is like you see those shapes all throughout the show. Right. And there's a number. He calls it. And he gets taken to go play these children's games where if you lose you die i'm sorry what yeah so all the players if you've seen the videos all the players are in those green track suits yeah and all the guards are in the red tracksuits, and they have like the masks on so there's the red light green light game that cookie game that you've probably seen on social media where they have to like cut out the shape of the cookie have you guys seen that no mm-hmm. i haven't seen no. that one. oh really okay no. they have like this flat cookie and they press a shape into it and you have to like eat around the shape without cracking it. And if you crack it, then you, you know, pow, pow, you're done. There's no one in it that you would know if you just watch American television. The casting is really well done. Like they're all super good actors. And I feel like the show gained so much popularity because it's really intense. Mm. Like right from the get go, it's just crazy. And overall it's just a commentary on like the poor class and what people in crippling debt will do. To for money, for money. So, this is again in the first episode, so not really a spoiler, but they play the red light, green light game, and then they tell them, they're like, You can decide if you want to leave now. And they all vote to leave because they don't want to die. Well, actually, some of them vote to stay because they need the money, but they ultimately all leave. And then within the next week, they all call the number back and decide to go and play for the money because they're in such crippling debt that aspect of it is really interesting as a commentary it's really it hits hits a nail on the head in that aspect i would say as far as who you should watch this with there is nudity there's like one sex scene if that is something you're sensitive to but it's not like it would never watch it with your kids because the violent scenes are gory they're so Super, super gory. Wow. As far as my recommendation, honestly, I feel like it's a little overrated. Ooh. Yes. This is my hot take for the show. I watched the whole thing. While it was really good, like the plot's interesting. There's like a good twist at the end. All those things that you kind of want from a drama. I felt like the hype surrounding it is so big that when I watched it, I was like, eh. I don't know. For me, it wasn't the most amazing show I've ever watched.
1: I don't know if you remember this, but I have a special place in my heart for Korean dramas. It makes me kind of happy that it is on the top charts because very few Korean dramas are.
2: So question
0: for you, Marin Would you recommend that people watch the dubbed version or the subtitles version? So I would say watch it with subtitles. Because just with the dubbed version, it, you just miss some of it. You don't get the, I don't know, the emotional gravitas of wow. the actual actors who are right. portraying the characters. So. Right.
2: Well, that was a great coverage. I feel like um, I (laughs) I know so much more. Okay. Well, this next one is completely opposite Um, (laughs) in every sense of the word. The next one we're going to talk about is Ted Lasso. This one is a personal interest of mine because it's a sports comedy. And so I'm like, I'm big on sports comedies, you know. So Ted Lasso, it's this American football coach who gets hired as a soccer coach in england so a football coach going to be
0: another football coach.
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) what's interesting to me about that concept though is football is huge in america right like ginormous and soccer is huge in europe but those two sports do not correlate very much like at all anyways so he gets hired as the soccer coach and what's interesting is he basically gets hired as the coach, the soccer coach, by the owner of the team in spite of her ex-husband.
1: Oh, so she's trying to like... Get back at her yeah. ex-husband. Ooh. Is she so trying she to So she hires the team? this
2: like, I don't know. I haven't seen it, right? So maybe that's why you watch it. And I guess the big thing about it is that this American football coach, Ted Lasso, is overly optimistic about everything Aww, and so that. that's why it got this like huge following very quickly is it's very wholesome in that way and he's like very optimistic about everything and it's just like family friendly from what i've heard the other thing that is supposedly super good about the show is the humor so the reasons to watch it he's really funny It was also one of the shows that came out during the early stage of the pandemic, and it was like a bingeable show. I don't know if you can say that. Mm. So I think that's also why it got a huge following fairly quickly is because people were like, I need something good to watch at home, you know, and this was one of them. Important note is that a lot of the reviews and the comments about the show say that you can watch it if you're a sports fan, but you can also watch it if you're not a sports fan. Like, it's not so sports-based that non-sport people wouldn't enjoy it so for people that are in it so ted lasso is jason Sudeikis. i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea how to Sorry, pronounce jason. his name <laughs> but i thought that this would be helpful i found the top four or five actors and then i found what else they're in oh, so that you can connect okay. it really smart all right so you okay take it away. so he is in book smart We're the the Millers and Next Gen. So if you can kind of like gauge who that is, Mm -hmm. then I apologize for butchering his name. The next main actress is Hannah Waddingham. Waitingham? Gosh, I'm killing these names. Um, she's in Les Mis, Hocus Pocus, and Game of Thrones. Wait, so she's do you one know of the, which one she is. In Hocus she's Pocus? the blonde in Hocus ah. Pocus. Oh my god, you are doing yeah. so well. I can I picture her exactly. Her. Right. i I was like, maybe that'll be helpful for people listening. Is that <gasps> if she's they can connect She's in Les Mis. She's in Les Mis. Oh
0: my god.
2: Wait,
1: is yeah. she the? Uh, Who is she? Like the the ugly mother that like kind of
0: takes care of Cosette a little bit. Oh no, that's Helena Bonham Carter. Oh wow! Yeah, you know your. I I really like (laughs) Lamez. She might have a super small
2: role in Lamez. I have no idea, but Hocus Pocus. Remember, she's the blonde witch in Hocus Pocus. The next one, Juno Temple. She is in Maleficent and Batman, and then Brennan Hunt, and he's in Camp Peel. If you guys know. Oh yes. Okay. Awesome. And he's also one of the creators of the show, so he's acting in it and he also created it, which I think is fun. Yeah, so those are kind of the main actors and actresses. Just warnings, I guess. Profanity is huge in this film, I guess. Like, from what I've read, it's completely worth it because of the wholesome, positive vibe, but profanity is huge. There are F-words everywhere. But very mild sex and nudity and very mild drugs and alcohol, which for a sports movie, little drugs and alcohol, that's pretty good. hmm So... My personal recommendation, I actually might watch it. I don't know, because it sounds so good. I have a slight problem with the F word. That's one that like bugs me a little bit. So I don't know if I can handle it, but...
0: I don't have Apple TV.
2: That's so the other problem is it's only on Apple TV. That's
0: the tricky part about these shows that are so popular is you're like, I can watch a couple of them, but I'm not a billionaire. I can't pay for all these Okay, supporters. right. I was going to say, I feel like Apple TV is very like bougie.
2: Yeah. Like upper tier. But also not like it doesn't have a lot of things that everywhere else has, if that makes sense. It's, it's like a little like bit a, exclusive. It's got like four shows. Yeah. But Ted Lasso is one of
1: them. Yeah. So if
2: you wanna if you wanna do that. It's
1: true. Well, another Apple TV special is Letter Kenny. Let me just first introduce this show by saying I'm on dating apps, Mutual in particular, and I kept seeing in all these guys' bios, it was like, let's watch Letter Kenny together. And it would be, I'd swipe, swipe no, of course. And then the next one, like, all it would say is Letter Kenny. Next one, Letter Kenny. And I'm like, who is Letter (laughs) Kenny? I have three words for you. Canadian hockey players.
0: I just got butterflies. So it's worth it, is what you're saying. Uh, I'm downloading are, Apple TV why right are, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Absolutely. Why not. are all these men, <laughs> right? Promoting buttercreams? <laughs> okay. Maybe that's dating app code.
1: Oh my like. gosh! <laughs> what are they actually yeah, looking for? What are they for? really looking for? <laughs> oh gosh! So I I went on imbd I am whatever. IMDb. Db. Db. Oh. It stands for database. Oh good. Yeah. Fun I fact am- for anyone who <laughs> wanted to know. <laughs> Thank you. IMDb. Uh, I watched the trailer, and this shows a sitcom based off of The Residents. In a rural, small-town, fictional place called Letterkenny in Canada. So Letterkenny... Oh, it's a place! It's a place! I know! It's not a person! Fun fact, this was a YouTube, like, group of videos. I think it was called Problems of Letterkenny. There are ten seasons i know
0: just lost me right there nope we're done
1: wow see i'm the opposite i like having a show that
0: has multiple seasons so that i don't have to get attached to the characters and then lose them okay okay Mm -hmm. multiple seasons i can do like five five or six seasons that's my that's my sweet spot once you are past six seasons maybe even i can maybe can do seven i've tried ncis (laughs) for years there are 17 seasons like how do you even you don't yeah you don't you never you you say to yourself i will never finish this it's impossible it's a lifetime
2: commitment it is i stand by my (laughs) (laughs) my stance on this the
1: the caveat though is that each episode is only between like 19 and 30 minutes Mm -hmm. okay so bingeable it's popular because it's funny apparently however you do not want to watch this with anyone, basically. <laughs> um, the sex and nudity is pretty crude. I put a note in here that says lots of yikes, jokes, or comments. Any and every profane word is used, quote, every few seconds. All right. <laughs> wow. Um, parents, no. Boyfriend, maybe. Yourself, yes. Those are the people that you can watch it with. Yeah, bummer. Um, who's in it? People that... You won't know, I promise you, unless you've oh, seen geez. this show. So based off of all of this, mind you, I have not seen this show. I have just seen many dudes say, let's watch Kenny." Based off all this, I cannot recommend this for
0: myself. Therefore, I cannot recommend it to other people. If you would take a recommendation from a rando boy on a dating app then you should see a therapist. Amen.
2: I think for me, the like consistency on the dating app is what shuts it down for me. Is that it's not just one random boy on a dating app, it's multiple random boys on a dating app.
0: Like if you could create the average profile of everyone, it would say letter Kenny and then you ultimately know.
1: Oh my it's a no you are right. But if that's your vibe, this is your show. Also into Canadian hockey players.
0: Or dating out boys who are into Canadian hockey players. <laughs> then this is the show for you. Now you know. I have a hard time with sitcoms. I don't Me know too. why. Couldn't get into The Office. Couldn't get into Parks and Rec. Big Bang Theory? Not my thing. Couldn't get into it. Couldn't get into Friends. Oh, I don't agree with you on that. <laughs> really? I do love I Friends. I'm a Friends fan. I do love Friends. <laughs> I can watch an episode or two, but I yeah. for some reason it just doesn't. Doesn't grab me enough. Take your
2: stance, girl. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You might be wrong, but I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: So this next one. So I have never seen it. It's the White Lotus. I haven't either. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I. You know, not one that I'm familiar at all with. But after s- researching it a little bit, it sounds interesting. Okay, so the White Lotus. It's a sharp social satire. Say that five times fast. Yeah, holy cow. Basically, it follows these employees and guests at an exclusive Hawaiian resort over the span of a week. So that's the whole show. And basically, it's like all of this drama with wealth and like employees versus guests. So that's kind of the idea is that it's a bunch of rich guests and drama goes down. I love rich people drama. And that's what's interesting, actually, is that... I have multiple sources for this, so I'm not just using a superlative to use a superlative. It says that it's the best satire of wealth privilege. On another interesting note, it kind of exploits the lack of sympathy that there are for like the average
0: white man. That is almost a dangerous take in modern media. Yeah, No, it's true. So it's surprising that it has popularity with something that is so cancelable. So they must do it i don't know how they do it but
2: they must do it in a good way hmm. so as for people that are in it you have murray bartlett this he's in the secret life of us and then you have connie Britton, who's in friday night lights an american horror story um then you have jennifer coolidge
0: Oh, Hello. Yeah.
2: yeah! Awesome. She's in, if you don't know, a Cinderella story and American Pie
0: and Legally
1: Blonde and Legally Blonde. Sorry, that's the other that. one. Yeah. I'm taking the dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they have, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's Alexandra Daddario. Um, she's in Percy Jackson. She's the like the girl in Percy Jackson.
0: Oh. Yeah. yeah. She, what else? She's in something
2: else that i feel like let came me look recently. it up and see if there's something else that she's in
0: oh you know what she's in she's in white collar oh yes that's, okay that she's that in white collar that, yeah i love white collar I that's did, a too. I love iconic that that show. show
2: okay anyways and then the last actress is sydney sweeney she's in the handmaid's tale oh okay um uh, she's in a lot of horror movies as uh, well so those are cool. kind of the main people that are in it it's a pretty good cast the big warning sign is sex and nudity is like through the roof yeah that's a huge one maybe preview it by yourself and then (laughs) then choose who
0: you want to watch it
2: with um and then profanity they said is medium so it's like there but not super present and drugs and alcohol is high cool for me personally i don't think i would watch it just because it's high in almost everything that i don't really want to watch But the plot
0: is super intriguing for me. I do love a good like satirical comedy. I think those are fun. So mine is on the opposite end of the spectrum from satirical comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm talking about Westworld. That's on HBO. Have you guys seen it? Mm, Mm -mm. No. Well, it is wild. So Matt and I watched the first, I think, two episodes So the idea is it's this futuristic, really exclusive theme park with hyper-realistic robots. And the idea is that you go into this park and you get to live out all your fantasies. So if you just let that stew in your brain for a second, (laughs) you can maybe imagine what kind of things you might confront in a show like this. Right. Like every show with AI, the robots become conscious. Yeah. Mm And the reason the show got is so popular it's really twisty and turny, really intense, and it's one of the shows that's like tricky enough to follow that you have to think about it a lot, which I think okay. generates a lot of talk. Yeah. Which happened with this show there was so much internet chatter, so many different fan theories and stuff going out online that that helped propel its success. It's all about the nature of like self-awareness and the morality that accompanies being self-aware. And in this case, it's the humans are kind of the bad guys Hmm. because they're going (laughs) into this place and living out all the things they can't do in the real world because they would get in trouble. Interesting. Yeah. So people who are in it, Evan Rachel Wood, who is not really in an, anything else that's super notable? Fandaway Th- Thanda- Newton. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. She is in Mission Impossible 2 and that's uh, her only really her only other big movie. Ed Harris who in my opinion most famously is in National Treasure 2. Yeah. He's ba- oh, he's the bad guy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's the only other thing I knew him from. Jeffrey Wright who is in Batman No Time to Die. Quantum of Solace. He's, he's mm. in a bunch of stuff. He's in Hunger Games, too. Mm. He's really talented. So those are the biggies. IMDb Parents Guide Synopsis. It's not a watch with your kids show. It's probably like a watch with your friends or watch with your partner show. Because as you can imagine, killing people and having sex, whether consensually or forced, is like encouraged by the park. Wow. So... Let that lead you to what you think you would experience in this show. It's 100% not a kid's show. I will say that. There's a lot of violence. So the violent scenes are pretty gory. And there's also intense scenes that are implicative of sexual violence. Wow. So (laughs) all that that being said. (laughs) Wow. The reason Matt and I stopped watching it was we watched like the first two episodes and it was how dark it was. Mm. In the first episode, there is a scene with like implicit sexual violence that we were like, whoa, that was a little intense for us to be watching. I think the idea is really intriguing. And if that kind of stuff doesn't bother you and you can just follow the plot of it, then it will probably be really interesting. But it was a little too dark for me to want to to pursue it
2: that makes a lot of sense i feel like for me for
0: sexual violence like that's that's an intense those are things that are so much more likely to happen in Mm -hmm. the real world yeah that it's really hard to watch i'm like i don't necessarily want to expose myself to that every day that's so in some ways triggering and anxiety inducing i would rather not have that (laughs) in my day-to-day yeah but like i said it has amazing reviews as far as the plot goes and because it's twisty and turny and interesting it favors the the ai they are learning the ins and outs of becoming conscious so very interesting plot yeah everyone take a deep breath that was intense (laughs) (laughs) we're
2: now going to meditate yeah everyone breathe in what i've gained from this episode is there are a lot of interesting plots out there you just it just depends on what you're okay with Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah
1: last but not least is one of my personal favorites the mandalorian and i wondered if it was too late to add this one but someone i don't know who (laughs) it was me (laughs) said it is not too late i still haven't seen it
0: lol yeah my family loves this show same fell asleep during the first episode are you serious i know know.
1: i'm gonna talk to matt right now it's I've seen it, and it's, it's good. I love The Mandalorian. So mind you, I have not seen all of it. I have seen, I think I've seen all of season one, and um, I've seen all of season one, and I think some of season two. So I know that there are like big season finales. Uh, I will not be spoiling any of those because I don't know them. Mm-mm. So this is after, this is based on after... After the fall of the Empire, I think. If you know anything about Star Wars, you know that the timing of like the movies and now the show, they kind of messed everything up with when to (laughs) come out with movies and the timing of everything is just weird. So apparently, Wikipedia says, this is after the fall of the Empire. Which makes sense as you watch it, I would assume. Yes, but but there are some things in there, which I will not say, that make you say, what the heck? That person's not supposed to be here. The other thing is, I'm not a huge Star Wars
2: fan, so I don't really know a ton about Star Wars, but I enjoyed this, and and I could follow it.
1: I was going to say. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just No, you're fine. That's the beauty about The Mandalorian. Because I, so with one of my previous boyfriends, uh, I was like, "Yo, yeah, I've never seen Star Wars," and he was like, "What the heck?" So we tried. Um, Previous boyfriend, if you're listening, <laughs> we appreciate you updating her in that world. <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> I think I saw like the first two Star Warses. A Star 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 War Star Wars. it, I can't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> you people. <laughs> What? <laughs> anyway, I don't know everything there is to know about Star Wars. I have not even seen all the movies. But I enjoyed this because because of little uh, Baby Yoda. And that's how you'll know it's the Mandalorian. is because of Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. So his actual name is Grogu, which, like, you can still vibe with. Like, oh, little Grogu. But, like, oh, still Baby Yoda. Okay, anyway, you've got the Mandalorian... People call him Mando. He's not the only, like, Mandalorian. There's, like, this whole culture. Uh, He is, like, this orphaned boy who gets adopted into this culture. But he, as he grows up, he's this lone bounty hunter. In the beginning of, like, the first season, this is how we kind of get introduced to him. He gets hired by, I say, the good guys. Because that's how I know who's who in Star Wars good guys versus bad guys I don't really know Empire versus the rebels I think that is but he gets hired to go fetch uh baby Yoda um and then bring him back he protects Grogu instead and also it's so cute because before they know his name they call him the child and that is just so precious <laughs> love it is oh baby yoda is just so cute i say instead he protects the child heart eye emoji the show's so popular because it is like it does get very intense because the bad guys are chasing and then um grogu is like kind of finding his powers a little bit but he's this little baby thing but i think he's also kind of old He has his little like three pronged hand and he's just so cute. And he like uses the force a little bit. Oh, it's just so cute. But it's, it's intense. I think there are some funny parts. You get good like character development of uh, the Mandalorian himself. And then like Sadie said, you don't necessarily have to know or be familiar with the Star Wars industry to be able to enjoy this. Um, you can watch it with your uncle, you can watch it with your grandma, your dog, your parents, you can watch it with everyone. The parents' guide was smooth sailing. Wholesome There's, as heck. Yeah, wow. Wholesome as heck, people. <laughs> you can't get much more wholesome than the child. So <laughs> Who's t- in it? Uh, The Mandalorian is played by Pedro Pascal. And then the main bad guy who's chasing them is Giancarlo Esposito. That sounded so terrible. Bad accent. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is terrible because I speak other languages. Yeah. So my recommendation. Yeah. Go watch it tonight. Marin. (laughs) Go watch it. Everyone, if you haven't already, it's amazing. I love it.
2: Okay, do you guys want to know the most random fun fact about this? (gasps) Yes, I do. So, have you guys heard of spaghetti westerns? Do you know what that is? Yes. Wait, no? What is that? Okay, a spaghetti western is something that it originally started when a group of Italian filmmakers came to Hollywood and started trying to make a western. (gasps) Oh my gosh. But like an italian western from you know an italian I mean?
0: perspective of the
2: american oh, perspective no. yeah exactly so it's it's basically a spaghetti western right it is an italian version of a western but what's interesting is that was like the starting point for bounty hunters or like Bad guys who turn good or like are influenced and then do something good. And so, this is like a very popular spaghetti western because it's basically (gasps) this guy that had no morals and wasn't doing anything good that then became good. And that's that's the spaghetti western. Heck yeah, Yeah, for the spaghetti
1: western.
0: (laughs) What's so funny is that is what when my brother was telling us to watch, he's like, It's so good. He's like, If you like Star Wars and if you like westerns, he's like, It's a it's just a western in space. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, mm, you didn't sell me on so that one. So that, that turns me off, actually. It does. <laughs> I'm like, that, I don't, you lost me. I
1: don't love Westerns, and Star Wars has
0: never interested me. So two wrongs somehow in this case make a right, is uh, what we're saying. Made a very good right. Made a great right. Somehow. As long as you don't say
1: it's a Western in space. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not, I swear. Well, those are the... What was that, six? That was six. And I feel yeah. like that was speed round. I mean, that I feel like hopefully that was enough information to get everyone through. And I guess if statistically our listeners or anything like us, you've probably only seen maybe two of those. Yeah. yeah. Should we do a hopefully. really,
1: really quick um one sentence.
0: sentence of what you got to know about each of them? Yeah, let's do it. We'll just do go it. in order. So Squid Games, Korean movie, survival drama with... A lot of violence. Ted Lasso, sports comedy, very wholesome feel,
2: F word everywhere.
1: Letter Kenny, a place, Canadian hockey players,
2: crude sitcom. The White Lotus is a satire about
0: wealth privilege. Westworld futuristic exclusive theme park where people can live out their fantasies with robots. Take that for what you will. <laughs> And the
1: Mandalorian, Baby Yoda, the Spaghetti <laughs> Western. <laughs> Yay! That's so tender! I love it. That's a good exactly one to end on. We're like, it, yeah.
0: these ones
2: are all kind of eh, depending on your vibe, but then the Mandalorian. Yeah.
1: Well, here's to another week of uh, learning. And until next time, right?